Welcome to Take Me Through Your Day. On our episode today, we have a small business owner who is also in a touring band. Um, we also discuss a handful of other jobs as we go down the line. But uh, I think you'll enjoy it. And if you stick through, stick through to the end, um, it, I'll explain later. But As per usual, if you or anyone you know would like to be on the show, you can get us on all social media at TakeMeTYD. Thanks a lot, and enjoy the show. Alright, so, um, what would you say you do for a living? Like, if someone asked you at a party. Uh, I run a small-scale lawn maintenance company. Okay. Um, so let's just start with that. We'll go through like a basic day. Okay. That. What, uh, what time would you wake up? It depends. Anytime from, I mean, 8.30, maybe? Now, is that something you I, choose because you schedule these appointments or is it you just like 8.30? Uh, I like 8.30 because it gives me some time to, uh, get some things done around the house if I have to, but before I head out and actually eat a decent meal and uh, not have to rush by the end of the day. Fair enough. Um, do you use an alarm clock? Is that something you do or you just kind of just set yeah. yourself to 8.30? And... Generally, I use an alarm clock, but there's, I want to say honestly, it's not as convenient as that because about half of the days I'm, I'm waking up because the dogs are barking. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of days that I'm up by 7 <laughs> and... Once I'm up, I might as well stay up and just start on my day. Fair enough. What uh, would you say you have like a morning routine? Like, what do you what do you get into just to get the day started? Um, wake up. Um, take the dogs out to the bathroom and uh, come back in, make some food, and then. Uh, Yeah, head out to the van and start my day. Okay, so how many... Pr pretty basic. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, it, it, it's fine though, just going yeah. through um, the, the events of your day. So how many how many yards would you say you do in a day? You just do residential or commercial or... It's, it's mostly, um, it's mostly commercial, although some of them are multiple properties owned by say like a you know a landlord um i i have a few clients that are like that that'll be uh they'll own anywhere between one and maybe six different properties that i'll maintain for them okay um but i usually head out and try to schedule things so that i'm only hitting one area of town at a time that way I'm not running all around town every day. That way I just kind of go to an area like Squirrel Hill and stay in Squirrel Hill for the day. Um, as opposed to wasting not, not just gas by traveling around, but, but also uh, traffic can really eat up a lot of time doing that. Yeah, especially around here. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. So, I, like, let's, let's say uh, my average Monday is anywhere between... I will say 11 and 16 properties. 
Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's a that's a fair bit of work right there yeah. for a day. And then the other days are usually a, a couple less, um, and it kind of trickles down as the week goes on. So that uh, maybe on a Thursday, I might only have five, and that way, if something happens where I get screwed up at the beginning of the week, say. Uh, equipment failure or I get rained out that way I still have the rest of the week so, yeah, to, make to, to fit everything into the cracks you know that in, in my schedule and st still put in some extra time each day but and hopefully get done by the end of Friday that way yeah all right good well let's let's back up a little bit um, and before we even go through your day mm -hmm. how do you get started doing something like this this just something you just started doing a couple lawns and then it just built from there or is this like was this your plan well i have been doing this since the age of 10. okay that's kind of what i was digging for All right. with my with my father and he did it because he worked in the mills in the 70s and whenever 1980 hit a bunch of people got laid off from the mills and he had nowhere to go so he got this crazy idea at the time because many people weren't doing it honestly back then that he was going to go and buy a lawnmower and just start to do some odd lawn cutting here and there and eventually the whole thing built up to the point where he was doing full-on landscaping and rebuilding yards and Nice. I, I never even thought about that, that not being a thing in the past. Like, yeah, I just it, think it, if there's yards, there's people yeah. cutting. I, I'm sure people did it, but not to the scale that people do now. If they're doing it, you know, uh, it, it just back then it wasn't a popular idea to to work for yourself because you kind of didn't have to. Hmm. Uh, I, I think I think employment was a little more stable back then where whenever my dad got out of high school, which he didn't even graduate, he just quit school and went and got a job in the steel mill, and that's kind of what you did back then. <laughs> and you made $20 an hour back in the 70s, which now would be probably like making 50 bucks an hour. Yeah. And you did that on no education, and you did it for the rest of your life, and that was it. Yeah. And that's that's what a lot of people did in this area. But ever since, you know, everything changed, you, you had to be a little more innovative. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of why I'm doing this. It's the options for people have changed so dramatically that, you know, people don't even know what's out there half the time. Yeah. And, um, and 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 I'll, and I'll back up a little bit to, to finish off your question uh, as well. Um, so he was doing that, and eventually, around the age of 10, 11, I started going out with him just to, you know, just help yeah. here and there. Uh, I really wasn't cutting lawns right away; just more carrying things around and just kind of helping out. Yeah. And you know, he'd give me a few bucks here and there. But eventually, things built each summer. And got to the point where a couple couple seasons later, I was, you know, walking behind a mower, <laughs> and he was paying me money, and I did this all the way up 
through high school until maybe my senior year and then I couldn't stand working with my dad <laughs> and then I told him I didn't want to do it anymore and he, he always had other people helping as well at that point so it wasn't any big loss to him and I probably did that up until or I, I, I just had other other jobs throughout high school and throughout my 20s and probably around 29 or 30 I decided that I hated working for people and I was trying <laughs> to think of something else that I could do and it clicked that I could do this this lawn cutting thing because I probably wouldn't hate it as much if I wasn't doing it with my dad yeah uh, so I went out and got a lawnmower, a weed whacker, and a can of you know, a gas can, and that's really all you needed to get started. Oh, all right. Well, that's optimistic. And, I like that. And I, I built it up pretty quickly from there. I remember the the first the first year, I probably had about forty properties already, and I took ads out in the local penny saver, and built it up from there. And I really haven't put any ads out, and I want to say. A, maybe a decade now. All right, so you started with, with the penny saver ad and then did you just, you keep those clients or is it kind of like a word of mouth I, rolling around the neighborhood? I, now it's mainly word of mouth, uh, even though I have one or two of those clients from way back then. Um, they're very small handful, but there are other people that have, you know, uh, I've, I've either had a falling out with you know, we didn't see eye to eye on some things, or they moved away, or they sold their house, or they died. Okay, well, let's let's jump back into present present day. Let's do like where your timeline is here. Mm -hmm. So you said you had a falling out with with some. Do you have any good stories of just like bad clients? Some of them, they they just see things differently and. Honestly, some of them will, will just start making things up. They'll, they'll, in their mind, they'll change the agreement that we had. Okay. You know, for the work done against that dollar amount. And sometimes this will even go on for a couple of years. <coughs> Excuse me, allergies. Oh, no, you're fine. Um, uh, and, and they'll, they'll decide oh no that that other part of the lawn over there like you're supposed to be cutting that as well uh, and that's when I tell them no that 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 was all there was a fence there before or something like that uh, you know and they'll, they'll be like no no that's part of it it's like well we, we have to renegotiate yeah Me meanwhile it's probably time to renegotiate anyhow because inflation goes up and I have to raise my costs just so I can keep making the same dollar amount because all of my expenses go like up. like yeah. like my mowers, my mower repairs, gasoline, two cycle oil, trimmer line, hedge trimmers, everything, all the cost of those things go up yeah. every, every couple of seasons as well. So how do you how do you get into those kind of negotiations? Like what do you have in your mind and, and how do you approach it? I mainly go off of the 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 types of um, prices that my father had 
you okay. know, and I, I, I kind of kept track of, of what he got per lawn. So you had a nice template to work yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I did. It was, it was, it was pretty easy for me to jump into. Okay, nice. Um, do you have other people that, that work for you, or are you, you completely solo? I'm completely solo. Once in a while, there are, I'll have somebody that'll come with me. Right now, even though I can probably use someone, I. Uh, I'm pretty happy with, with uh, just handling it all. Yeah, yourself. handling it all myself. Even though, um, just because it's nicer, because it's a lot easier to pay my bills <laughs> without having to pay a person. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and right now with the way it's been raining this year, uh, and all the heat and everything, you know, and the grass being kind of out of control, it's already going to be June. And I think in a few weeks it's going to ease off and it's not going to be so bad. And I'm going to be glad that I didn't get another person. <laughs> yeah, this, this rain has been insane. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, when you're, when you're cutting the lawns, do you, do you, like, listen to anything in headphones? Or you just kind of, like, go zen with it and just get in your own head? Or yeah, Sometimes I listen to headphones. I bring an iPod with me. Okay. What, uh, what are you listening to? What, do you, what are some go-to things you listen to? Like music? Music, podcasts, books, yeah. whatever. Just just music. Yeah. Music. Yeah. yeah. No band sticking out, just whatever's on <laughs> some, on your brain that some day. Some days I just put put it on random and just oh, yeah. just hope for the best. <laughs> that works. Yeah, it, 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 it actually uh makes it interesting so you're not listening to the same thing all the time when you're cutting the same lawns. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine. Do you have any like um, little pet peeves just about from doing the job for so long? Like little things that just get to you that you wish would just stop? Oh, I'm sure I have a whole list. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's anything that pops out. Oh, um. Let me think about this. Um, pet peeves. <clears throat> Yeah, think about it a little bit, and we're going to yeah. jump into some other um, stuff. Yeah, I, I, I do, actually. Um, people who are essentially, what in my mind, because I have no one else to relate this to usually, because mm -hmm. it's just me working there. That's why I like to ask these kind of questions. Um, people that I refer to as adult babies. <laughs> All right. <laughs> because they buy adult toys, like... Lawn furniture and things that are supposed to go on their porch or in their yard, uh, garden hoses, things like that, and they leave them all over the yard. Wow! And they expect me to pick it up every time, like I'm I'm their parent. So they know you're coming, and they still leave everything just strewn about. Yes, although uh, in most people's defense, that usually happens just with the places where there are tenants there. Oh, okay. So there might be a house divided into four or five apartments with different sets of people living there. I have no idea who left the stuff laying all over the yard. Yeah. But, but yeah. And in fact, I, I say I would probably, I probably dislike that even more. This might blow some people's minds. <laughs> even more than whenever people don't clean up after their dogs. Oh, wow. I didn't, I didn't think of that either. That's, yeah. Th that one's even worse. Oh. 
And are these people typically home when you're doing this? No. Okay. They're not. All right. So there's there's that yeah. that little yeah. removal from shame. Yeah. Of like, well, I don't have to see this guy face to face. Exactly. I'm be a pig. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because most of the people, uh, w when I collect from them, uh, it's it's usually at a, a different date than when the job was done. Whether they pay ahead of time, or they pay six weeks later, and I just collect all at once. Now, is this something you're going to their houses to collect, or they mail you checks, or you have some kind of like Venmo thing? Uh, some are PayPal, some are cash, some are check. Okay, so it's a pick your poison kind of deal. Yeah. All right, well, do you have any advice for someone who'd want to get into this? Um, any advice for someone who'd want to get into this? Yeah, you're aspiring, you know, 17-year-old yeah. entrepreneur. Yeah, um, I would say, um, pride yourself on doing good work. Okay, that's that's solid advice. Yeah, re yeah. Re really. Like, uh, if it takes you a few minutes extra each day at each lawn. Put, put in that extra couple of minutes and do a good job because yeah I mean sometimes you will lose a client because you're you've been slacking and there's and, and, and the other thing is you'll you'll pick up a lot more clients by word of mouth if you do do a good job absolutely yeah. and that's less advertising that you have to put out and that's that's why I think I've I've gotten a lot from word of mouth that little attention to detail. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you mentioned before that you went through a slew of different jobs before you got to this point in your life. Do you want to get into some of those or some of your other side projects? Like, I know you're in a couple bands. Um, well, I mean, as far as all my jobs go, really, they're mostly all, all the all the same. They're they're all delivery jobs. Oh, okay. So it was still in the same kind of yeah. vein of things. I mean, I know you got me into cab uh, briefly. But yeah. uh, you have any good, you know, anything to say about that? Because that seems like it would be a lot of stories. Cab? Yes. Cab specifically, not okay. like Uber or Lyft well, or anything. Well, I did that for about 10 years. And that was incredible money whenever it was happening and things were prosperous. Um, most weeks, you could just get a cab and just lease a cab for the entire week. And concentrate mostly on just airport runs oh, and okay. you'd be out there for 15 16 hours a day but you might make 300 350 dollars a day that's awesome yeah and if you're leasing the cab for the entire week you're planning on being out there for the entire week and mm -hmm. working every moment that you're awake <laughs> and you just take the cab home to go, you know, just to go to bed and you wake up in the morning and the cab's right there in front of your house already. Yeah, I imagine that that works out a lot better if that's your plan. Yeah, but but I mean, most of those trips would be airport runs and you might only do six or seven a day, you know, whether it's to or from town mm -hmm. because some, some of the time is just waiting at cab stands or waiting at the cab stand at the airport and that can take anywhere from, you know, an, an hour to two and a half hours. What um what would what would you choose as your hours? Like, what was your optimal time versus what do you prefer? Um, I would go 
usually from 9 a.m. to about 1 a.m. Oh, okay, yeah. That's pretty much the whole day, yeah. Yeah, and I would do that every day. Um, and then, yeah, most of those days were concentrated on the airport. Uh, but sometimes you, you knew when the airport wasn't going to be so busy, so you did what you can to fill in the gaps around town. Um, there, there are other days where, where I actually, I preferred to work, work in town. I like, like the money, hmm. the money was good and there was no point to sit around and wait at the airport because there were so many, so many close trips available. Yeah. And you might luck out with one of those being a really great trip anyhow. You know that would go somewhere like you know an hour and a half away yeah that's that's rough yeah there I mean th those were great trips you know and then yeah I imagine they pay pretty well there, there were other trips that I did out of the airport that would go like the longest one I did was to Buffalo New York Wow <laughs> which was three and a half hours uh, so it was three and a half up three and a half back I made 900 bucks off of that trip so you get paid for coming back as well? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, but, 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 and, and, and I still had to pay for my own gas, but I remember that day and I already banked $100 before I did that trip. Uh-huh. And I want to say I spent about 60 or $70 in gas that day. So the whole day I made about 930 bucks. Wow. So, I mean, wh whether or not I'm getting paid to come back, still, I'm making, a, you know... Yeah, that's still a pretty good paycheck. Close a to day. a grand for a day. Yeah. Yeah, that's not... That's... Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, any stories? Like, did it pop in your head? Horror stories? Good stories? Crazy stories? Well, I mean, that, that that's a... I said the, that's the buffalo. A, that's, that's a story that's, that's in itself. Amazing. Yeah. Um, there, there were a lot of other trips. Um, you get the occasional weird trip to some town in Ohio that you've never heard before mm. from the airport, you know, and that was usually good for like, you know, 150 bucks or something. Uh, like you'd go to like some place like Stoops Ferry, Ohio, and it's like, what the hell is Stoops Ferry? And well, you're going to, you're going to find out. You're about to find out, yeah. Yeah. Um, you do that. Um, yeah, there, there, there was a lot of, uh, shenanigans because people have it in their heads that uh, they are never going to see you ever again. Yeah. So they're on their, their purposefully worst behavior. Oh or, or, or Or best, depending on which way you're going to look at it, you know. Yeah. All right, so let's touch on um, the, the band stuff. You just got off tour. you got to have something to yeah. say about that for America's youth. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was fun. Yeah, I mean, I imagine it's yeah. a, it's a good time. That's that's the dream is, yeah. uh, you know, rock star lifestyle. Well, but what's there, what's there, the, the nuts there, and bolts of it? There's Just... there's no rock star involved there. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's it's. It... But there's a lot of people out there that the idea of just being in a band and being on tour is the dream. Yeah, uh, it still worked though. That that's what I I think a lot of people don't realize. Like there's still, it's still like work. And that's kind of what I'm I'm trying to get into here. Yeah. What's, what's the if you address being a touring band as a job, 
it's in in a sense it is very similar to driving a cab because there's a lot of long drives you have to put in and you don't mm -hmm. always want to drive even though that's that's kind of the you know I want to say 60% of what you're doing on this this whole trip depending on if you're out for a month or just 10 days or you know or two months whatever you're, you're gonna be driving a lot um, I imagine you guys trade off driving. Well, of right? course, yeah. yeah. But 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 still, it's a lot of driving. Yeah. Um, you know, and I mean the the money you're making is usually it's just going back into the band. It's not going into your pocket. Yeah, that was, that was another one of my questions. So how that gets dispersed? And yeah. So dealing with promoters or who's hacking up the paychecks? Yeah. I mean, if if there's any money to be made per person that usually gets split somehow whenever you come back from the tour uh -huh. depending on how much you have made or lost um, which you know I've, I've done some tours that have made a little bit of money okay you know like n nothing fantastic but it's like you know I mean who knows I mean you, you might go out for 10 days and uh, you know like okay you're playing shows every night and you know be, between your your merchandise that you sell and um you know like what, what you get paid at the door once you split it up when once you get back to town i mean who knows i mean each person might make 300 bucks oh yeah so that's something so, yeah nothing to sneeze at yeah and you get to play your music yeah exactly okay do you have any um any advice for Hmm. I've drawn a blank here. <laughs> Just mm -hmm. um, okay. Is there any any stories about like dealing with promoters or um, clubs or, that are terrible? <laughs> oh yeah, they're they're all over the place, and don't think that there's a in any part of the world where people are going to be nicer. Mm-hmm. Because it's the good and bad is spread about equally across the planet, I would say. <laughs> okay. I've I've had both good and bad experiences in in the United States and over in Europe, um, and I've I've heard enough uh, similar stories for people that have played in places like Mexico um, you know people have been treated very well and other people have gotten ripped off and had the uh, the promoter set up some big festival with 15 bands and then at the end of the night the, the promoter just runs off with all the money <laughs> and everybody's looking for him and no one can find him well it's like guess what this guy just just left with like you know 10 grand in its pocket. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah. 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 Well, what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get into some of the random stuff. Just just for just for fun, we'll wrap it up. Um, you have a go-to snack when you're just out and about? Do what? Snack. Something to eat. Something to... Like I said, this is random shit. This well, has nothing to do with... Well, of course I do. ...jobs. Okay. Let's... Give us one. Go-to. Get have anything you want. What are, you, what are you getting? Coffee. 
Coffee. All right. Coffee. Got a coffee in your hand right now. Yeah. So, all right, that works. Uh, do you have a shoe preference? Uh, usually some sort of running shoe. Okay. Like like New Balance or something like that. All right, that's New fair. Balance. You're on your feet a lot. That's, New, yeah. New Balance or Adidas, something like that. Yeah, and you're a drummer. Do you have any like preferred, you know, shoe when drumming or shoeless? New, New Balance New or Adidas. <laughs> yeah, you, you, usually whenever uh, my nicer shoes get worn out from drumming, and they get down to a certain certain point, uh, they get moved over to lawn cutting because <laughs> yeah. because lawn cutting completely trashes your shoes. So you don't want to buy new shoes to to mow lawns in. Absolutely, that's a good piece of advice for yeah <laughs> aspiring. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe go buy uh, go to a thrift store and look for used shoes for uh, something with with some tread left on it to go and do landscaping in. Yeah, fair enough. All right, just to stay on the topic of food a little bit, uh, spicy or not spicy? Spicy. Spicy, yeah. Love that spicy. Uh, what kind of soap do you prefer? <sighs> no, we get the hard-hitting questions here yeah. at the end. <laughs> All right, let's 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 I, take I, it down. I, another. I, I use a lot of different types of soap. Okay, well, let's go. This is bar or liquid. I, I it, again. No well, preference. All right. A, a no preference of, is an answer. Yeah. That's a that's lot fine. of different types. It depends. All right. Uh, like right right now we got this one. It's uh it, in the bathroom at home that has coconut oil in it. It's in a big squeeze bottle. It's it's got a pump on the top. All right. Fair yeah. enough. Um, a movie you think you've seen most in your life? I had to change that for asking people their favorite movie because people get all hung up on like oh what re like represents me as a person but no, everybody has like a movie like oh I've seen that a million times um I've seen Alien quite a oh, bit oh that's an excellent answer love Alien yeah um let's see here uh alright uh what's the best advice you ever got I know that's a tough one but just like the first thing that pops into your head you don't have to dig too deep um don't mess with other guys' girlfriends. Okay. And don't mess with with any girl's boyfriends. <laughs> Fair enough. That's a good piece of advice. Alright, what um what type of music do you prefer and why? Prefer. Prefer. Um I don't know, generally uh probably loud rock music. Things are usually pretty abrasive. And why? Because uh I don't know. I got beat up as a little kid a lot, <laughs> and that that just helps. Well, I mean, it's it's, it's I was drawn to it for some reason. I can't really choose why, but I, I really think that things like that have a lot to do with your upbringing and and uh, your your surroundings when whenever you're in your formative years. Okay, yeah, that's a good answer. Um, uh, what's the last pic you took on your phone? You don't have to show me. Just you know. Thought. Well, let's see. Last pick I took on my phone. Oh, there we go. It is of the house I grew up in, as it stands today. Oh, look at that. That's actually a really good answer. Big, big hole in the top. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Got these these bathrooms here that were actually added on after the construction of the house because bathrooms weren't something that you had in a house when the house was built. Yep. It's an old house, all right. Yeah. And uh, 
Yeah, now it's a place where people break in to do drugs. Oh, yeah, that sounds about like around here somewhere. I'm assuming it's around here somewhere. About a half hour out. Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, if someone if someone gave your 18-year-old self $1,000, what do you think they would do with it? What do you think I would do with it? Yeah, the 18-year-old you would do with $1,000. Hmm. Don't have to think about it, just, you know, randomly. Or, or better yet, what what would you tell your 18-year-old self to spend that $1,000 on? Um, and it can't be like a bet or something like that. Yeah. Um, it's strange because whenever I was 18, I still lived at my, my parents' house. And honestly, I like I, I would say to just save it. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's a good answer. I would just save it. I, I had nothing, I had no expensive interests at that age at all. Fair enough. But that's good. I, that's probably what I would have done as well. Just, hey, just, just sit on this for a while. 18-year-old, mm -hmm. you maniac. Yeah. Um, all right, so last last question, and then we'll wrap it up. Um, uh, <laughs> shit. What's something you wish you had learned earlier? Something I wish I had Something you know now that if you could just put that wisdom out there to a younger you. I, I wish I would have learned to play drums earlier. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I started late. Oh, yeah? When did you start? When I was 24. Huh. Yeah. I mean, it's not super late, but yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot, a lot of people that start playing music start whenever they're in their early teens. Yeah. 13, 14. True. Very true. I, I have a friend who... Who started playing drums when he was five. Oh wow, yeah. So it's a bit of an advantage there, yeah, I bet. I mean, yeah, his dad was a drummer too. Well that's where you get that yeah, that extra heads up. Yeah, his dad played for Peaches and Herb. Oh wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It's a good note to go out on too, man. Thanks yeah. for doing the show. Yeah. Okay, I know that was a really super weird way to end that, but we were on a bit of a time crunch, so that's I, that's why I walked right past that Peaches and Herb comment. But um, I've already talked to him. We're going to do a little follow-up. And we've done follow-ups with some of the other episodes. And I'm just not exactly sure how we're going to post those yet. But they're in there and they're coming. So that should be exciting. Um, I should say for the remainder of this, I explained to this guy that, you know, picture you're talking to some teens that are confused about what to do with their life. And uh, he took the teen part literally, so he kept himself very G-rated. And uh, I kept trying to poke to get good stories out of him because he, you know, f***ed and touring bands and, you know, all that. Um, but then it, it, as soon as I explained that after I shut the mics off, he just went into really good stories. So um, I fumbled for a recorder and I got a couple of those stories. With his permission, he said that I can post them and I think that they're a great little bonus to this episode and um, yeah it, it just you know just a little bonus for you so enjoy here goes out there you get to sit there in the holding lot when you're waiting for your trip out yeah and not deal with rush hour traffic and then hopefully get one that's somewhere kind of far yeah okay 
you know, like even like like not headed into town, like headed somewhere weird, like up to Newcastle or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So I got this like this little three hundred one off the dis- dispatch. That's a strip district. Okay. I'm like, okay. Oh, those are the coats. Yeah. Okay. I forgot about that. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I'll take this 301 real quick because even if I don't go to the airport, it's real quick to any of the cab stands downtown uh-huh. where I can probably make it back here in time. And it was still early enough. So get over there. This couple comes running up. They're all happy and giddy, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, where, where are you headed? And they're like, you know what? It's probably, uh, you're probably looking for an airport trip, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, but we, Honestly, we just need to get to one of the hotels. I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. At least I get to go straight over one of the cab stands. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, okay, well, you know what? Like, uh, since we're all here in the cab and, you know, we're, we're all, like, cool with each other, do you think it's all right? My wife here gives me a blowjob in the cab. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, sure, go ahead. Like, not thinking that, like, they were for real. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, knock, knock yourself out. Yeah. And and they were for real. And he's like, he's like, all right, all right it's go time. You know, it's and, well, I, I forget what he said, but it was like some something that was just like, okay, we're doing this, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my god, this is really fucking happening. This is insane. And so I'm driving them over, over to the hotel. And um, oh no, like like I I, I know what, it, what prompted it. I'm like, no, 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 it's cool. I don't mind. Yeah, and he's, he's and, and he's just like, he's like, oh, well, you know what? Like, what well, after after you uh, take us to the hotel why don't you wait for us and we'll get our luggage and you can take us to the airport. I'm like, yeah, great. Yeah. I'm like, cool. And they're like, that's when he's like, Oh, cool. Cool. Like since everything's cool, do you think it's okay if she, and I'm like that. And you know, and then I'm like, man, this is so weird. And so we're downtown, like right in front of the bus station at a red light. Yeah. They're doing this in the back seat, <laughs> and there's a school bus full of kids right next oh my to God. us. Okay. <laughs> And meanwhile, he's going like, oh, look at my wife's tits. Aren't they amazing? And oh, my like, God. He's, he's like, like getting you in on He's it. like, yeah, he's got her tits out. <laughs> and I look back, and I was like, actually, they are. And, That's like, they insane. were. Like, they were. They're fucking massive, too. Mm. Um, and and then I get to the hotel. Like, like they, they were done, you know. And I was pulled over. I was waiting. I had the flashers on. They were like, yeah, leave, leave the meter run. And they went, went, got, got their luggage. We went out to the airport. By the time we got out there, it was like because we had gone just that little bit further from the usual spot at the hotel. That, and it was also a long ride out there because of the time of day it was, and because I left the meter running while they were getting. Yeah. It was like up to sixty bucks by the time we got there. Yeah. And pull up and I pop the trunk and he's getting the luggage out and and she's like oh well, well while he's getting the luggage you know I just want to pay with the card and I'm like okay cool so I'm like I go and like you know run the card and she's like oh I'm like put like a you know $15 tip on there for yourself you nice. know for like you know putting up with that I'm like, <laughs> I'm like what do you mean putting up with it and she's like oh you should have said something I would have done you too wow and, about the, and the thing is, not only do I believe her, but I think her husband would have been into it. And it's those type of people, man. Yeah. It's <laughs> and, and even funnier, like, on, on the way out, 
they were on the phone passing the phone back and forth talking to their kids back home in Arizona <laughs> like like no no just 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 like just do the thing with the gate until we get there and then we'll fix the gate once we get home you know that's awesome yeah that's a spectacular that's that's the kind of story I was digging around for yeah yeah sorry <laughs> and we didn't we didn't get into any delivery stuff because I imagine you got some of that some some like not not quite that but no no yeah. not not there but I mean like and it's something that like I know I have stories that I can't think of any right now but there's, there's a million there's one over here uh, on I think it was on Summerlee or college this is like way way back yeah and when I was working for pizza and I remember it was the last delivery I did that day I was working a rare Saturday afternoon and I was like getting off at like 4 or 5 p.m. it was the last one I was doing the day it was raining there's a couple steps to go up. There's like three steps that go up to the front door. Mm-hmm. Rung the bell, opened it up, and this woman goes to like grab the pizza, and she's probably, I don't know, maybe late 50s, completely naked. <laughs> and I'm like, uh,. You know, she's like real, like saggy, droopy, uh-huh. like, like exactly what you think. Now this is like she's full swing, opens the door, like, "Hey, how you doing?" Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she was like, "Hey, how you doing?" Yeah, and I'm like, uh, uh. and she's like, "Oh, so how much is that?" I'm like, seven seventy-five, <laughs> and I'm like, she's like, "Okay, here you go. Just keep the change." I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> she just had the money in her yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was another time I went. And this was over on Summerlee, a couple, couple houses up from the, what are the convenience stores called over here? Fuel on? Well, now it's fuel on, but yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, yeah, I forget yeah. it used to be something else. Anyhow, it's like a few houses up on that side, maybe like one or two houses up. It's like right there, I want to say like 600 block maybe, and it's like 605 maybe, something like that. Yeah. And it was like one of these houses that's divided up into like six apartments. Yeah. And this is before cell phones. Mm-hmm. And ringing the bell, ringing the bell, no one's answering. And like the thing is, like, they were so into this thing, like, they would send you back. So, like, if you didn't make the delivery the first time. Yeah. So you were like, God damn it! Like I gotta make this delivery, or they're just gonna send me back and waste waste more of my time with it. Yeah. So ringing the bell, ringing the goddamn bell, no one's answering, beating on the door, because thought maybe they could hear, maybe it was close enough. Turns out no. But then like someone was on their way out, and I'm like, Oh, is this for you? They're like, No. They're like, Oh, you just want to go in and check? I'm like, Yeah, fine, cool, thank you. It was like apartment five, I remember. And I could go up because you had to go up the stairs, go down the hall, yeah, go up, and I'm beating on the door. I found it, <laughs> and I hear something on the other side. And I'm like, "Hello, like pizza guy, you know, come on!" And door opens, and it's this woman, and she's like, looks like she just woke up, and she's like, "Huh?" I'm like. Did you order a pizza? And and she's like, Oh yeah. Oh, good, good answer. Good <laughs> thing you got here. And I'm like, okay, well, do you wanna like 
you know, pay for this thing. And she's like, oh, yeah. And it was like another like $7 and something pizza. Like she was just bombed out of her mind. Yeah. She was just so fucking trashed. So anyhow. This is a Saturday afternoon? No, no, no. This is a different one. Oh, this is a different one. Okay, sorry. This this was at night. And this was, but but like not late. It was like 8 p.m. ish. Hmm, okay. And she goes, and she's like looking around. I'm like, uh, you want to pay me for it? And she's like, oh yeah. She's just like, I'm like, here, do you want do you want the pizza? She's like, yeah, fine. She goes and sets it on the table. Something happens where it's unbalanced and it flips off the table, goes flying up in the air. <laughs> like pizza goes everywhere. She's like, ah, oh, that's my fault. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. I'm like, I still need the money. And she's like, okay. And then she turns slips fucking oh no 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 I, I know what it was she turns and slips after she set it on the table she falls hits her head off the table <laughs> and that's what made the pizza fly up in the air and she fell on the ground and she was not moving and I was like oh my god like someone's gonna blame me for killing this woman <laughs> and I was like are, are you okay are you finally like she got up she's like oh yeah I Man, I took a spill. I'm like, yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. And there was pizza all over the place at this point. I'm just like, listen, I just need to get paid so I get out of here. <laughs> she's like, ah, oh, here's a twenty. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, okay, here's your change. And she's like, no, no, you just keep it. You're worth it. <laughs> I, like, I ran out of there because I just didn't want anything else to happen. Oh yeah, that's a rough one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but it was like a twelve dollar tip. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. worth it in the end, but that level yeah. of frustration, like, I, I've yeah. been there. And yeah. I just, 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 just wrap this up, just wrap this very simple transaction yeah, really, up. really, yeah. 